you fat slob. Let's see if you have any guts. <laughs> Pull up a chair to the Blood Feast, an audio buffet of cinematic mayhem and culinary carnage, featuring your host, The Cook. Ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Blood Feast podcast. Two Minutes of Turbo Kid edition. Turbo Kid is a brand new movie that is in limited release. It's probably actually already gone from theaters now because it is an ultra-low-budget, small, uh, under-the-radar genre flick. It's another uh, one of these throwback, sort of retro-vintage horror genre movies in a similar vein to It Follows, The Guest, and most in common with Hobo with a Shotgun. Uh, Actually, the director of Hobo with a Shotgun is an executive producer on this movie. Turbo Kid is uh, an homage, pastiche, um, loving ripoff of movies like the Italian Mad Max ripoffs of the early 80s. There's elements of The Karate Kid, Evil Dead, Dead Alive, Army of Darkness, um, The Wizard, you know, the old Nintendo Power Glove movie. Uh, it's it's a great little sidekicks from Chuck Norris sidekicks that's in there. It's a fun little movie. It's about a kid, uh, this like teenager, teenage boy who uh, roams the post-apocalyptic wastelands of wherever uh, on his BMX bike, uh, foraging and scrounging for whatever materials he can to uh, aid his survival. Um, he only has his BMX bike, a machete, and a viewmaster strapped around his neck. And he is costume or his outfit, if you will, is literally one of those old school like BMX jumpsuits. Like again from the early '80s, it's uh, BMX Bandits is another movie this uh, has you know refers to fairly you know fairly directly, somewhat obliquely, whatever. Um, Movie follows this kid around as he's uh, uh, you know humping around looking for stuff. He ends up meeting up with his uh, this chipper really super sweet um girl who ends up kind of being his sidekick slash partner uh she's awesome really quirky weird character who's also kind of a you know ass backwards badass in a way for lack of a better word they end up with kind of a mentor who's sort of this man with man with no name eastwood style uh you know wasteland cowboy who uh his special talent in this movie is arm wrestling people uh they end up joining forces to fight this evil warlord who sort of lords over this one little post-apocalyptic like barter town kind of place portrayed by michael ironside who just basically chews his way through this movie scenery wise uh He's come a long way since Scanners, but he's still playing like variations on the same character, and it's a character I could watch over and over again. It's like ACDC. They have one song. They do it about 40 different ways, but it's one really good song, so why not just play the fuck out of it? Uh, it looks like an 80s movie. I mean, it's very similar to like Exterminators from the year 3000 and Warrior of the Lost World. Uh, 
you know, beyond Thunderdome. It has a very, very analog look to it. There's, you know, they don't try to do like the fake film grain and everything, but just the quality of the filming, like the soft lighting and scenes, the staging is very, very 80s. Uh, the soundtrack is just that sort of typical like analog synth soundtrack that's score that's coming kind of back into vogue in genre movies. You know, for example, like It Follows and the Guest. It's it's very similar to that. Lots of synth pads and neat little weird arpeggios, and it's pretty phenomenal. You know, the soundtrack's pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, the costuming is great. It's the typical like you know early 80s punk rock apocalypse sort of style lots of weird shoulder pads and funky hockey masks that have been modified and leather and studs and and uh the great thing about it is it's sort of like mad max uh they're actually a no octane mad max because there's no cars in this movie everything takes place on bicycles uh it's it's a hell of a lot of fun it's there's in addition to having a good, an honestly good story and a lot of really good action, there is insane amounts of blood spurting over the top gore. Uh, it probably rivals Dead Alive for the amount of fake blood used. It's just ridiculous. Every time somebody gets slashed at with a blade, they end up exploding practically in a spray of blood. Uh, there are some actual bodily explosions in this movie. Um, it's some of it, it's some of it's just it's over the top funny. Uh, but it also has like this weird little soft heart where, you know, you actually really care about these characters. Like it's, it's a well-rounded, fun little movie. It's not original, you know, it's just taking all these different elements and putting them together in a new way. It's, uh, an interesting synthesis of a lot of these ideas. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I'm really glad I got to see it on the big screen. Uh, it's an opportunity I had to take. I mean, I had to drive over an hour to get to the theater to see it because it's the only place in town playing it. If it's ever playing in a theater again, I would gladly go see it again. Turbo Kid is one of the, probably in my top ten favorites of movies this year, uh, which has got a, is on a pretty esteemed list at this point considering the amount of good stuff that has come out this year. So I highly recommend Turbo Kid. Skip Sinister 2. That is a filing, you know, fucking like flaming piece of garbage uh, made by garbage humans. Go see Turbo Kid. Uh, I plan on buying it when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray. Uh, anything I can do to get the word out on this, go watch it. Enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. If you love the 80s, you'll love this. If you love good movies, you'll love this. If you love blood... You'll love Turbo Kid. So, enjoy it. Talk to you later. And don't forget to put the lid down when you're done.